Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and today is day 93 of our 100 Peace Challenge. Sometimes, you know, all along the way on this challenge, we've encountered some interesting numbers. And this to me is one of them because I know I'm missing something. If I were a numerologist, the number 93 would mean something to me. I would be able to express something about something with the number 93 because I know that three is a powerful number and I know that three goes into nine three times. So if you reduce nine to three, then three plus three is six and you reduce that to three, right? Times two. I know there's something there. So if you know anything about numerology, please, please reveal the secrets to me because we pulled Apollo's frock today and I don't want to, I don't want to get like, I don't want to get too heavy because I I could go down the rabbit hole of what the song, I think the song is about. And I think the song, and I will briefly to show you where I'm not going to (laughs) go. I think that the song is about a breakup of a professional relationship and the person Apollo the character of Apollo who is not aware that they have their own gifts and is taking from his sister for example in this case the narrator to the point where she has to draw a line and that he crosses that line and she warns him this is the line and I love the phrasing at the end of the song, you and your predators were warned if the cubs were drawn in for the last time you would officially cross my line. Meaning, this is my line, this is where my line will live. If you draw the cubs in, then you will be crossing that line and that that's the last time. There, there's a warning and it's and she gets like really, you know, she gets deep in the deep register there and it feels very, uh, I don't wanna be on her bad side, it feels very, very scary. And I have my thoughts on who I think the song is about. It doesn't matter. But I feel like at the heart of this song is a bitter breakup. And finally being able to say what you've been wanting to say or say something that you've been hiding. And maybe also just being done, you know, just being fucking done with someone, just being done. So that's where we're not going to go today. Because I could go down, you know, I could. However, there's something here. I'm picturing the frock, right? I'm picturing Apollo's frock as his essence. Apollo's, like what he's wearing. What's, you know, uh, those of you who do theater, I know some of you out there do, Phyllis, but those of you who do theater, you know that if you're ever auditioning someone, you feel or sense or can literally see physically all of their baggage when they walk into the room. Before they've ever said a word, They the way they walk in the door, you they carry their baggage, their frock. They And that's what I think Apollo's frock is, is his essence. And you never realize that you yourself carried a sad beauty because you didn't see it as beautiful. And what a shame that you missed out on owning such beauty, on owning it, you missed out on that because you were too busy over here in my garden, being a vulture in my garden. So the essence, the essence of a person, when you, when you sense them, when you see them, that they carry their essence around. And I do want to talk about that because I'm coming fresh off of a concert. I went to a concert tonight. No, it wasn't Tori Amos. No, it wasn't. She's not on tour yet. Um, but it was the last concert that I will see Likely, the last concert that I ever will see before going on Ocean to Ocean 2023 tour. 
and it was a band. It's a new band. Well, they're not they're not that new. They're in, you know, three, four years old, something like that. And they're called Model Actress. And I just I bump I stumbled upon them, not bumped onto them. I stumbled and I stumbled upon them as I was doing New Music Monday last year and then this year I've just been really obsessed with them. I don't know what it is about the like hardcore vibe of the music this like really hard rocks almost metal just like very hardcore music mixed with this queer personality that is leading the band so they were here in LA I think for the first time ever maybe that's I don't know if that's true I just said that but it felt like it was the first time ever and they were at this tiny little room called the Genghis Cohen it's like this Chinese Jewish fusion restaurant and it has like a performance area in the back very small and this was a a second this was like an added show because their show tomorrow today Thursday sold is they, they sold that show out so they added a show on Wednesday and I just got home from seeing that show and I did not manage to get tickets for Thursday. And thank God they added that other show because I was like, oh my God, I had no idea you were so popular. So I bought these tickets. Anyway, and I got the vinyl. I got like one of the very last first pressing vinyls. Thank God. Thank God. Let's take a moment for that. Okay. So anyway, this lead singer of this band, their name is Cole Hayden, I believe. I've never, I'm telling you, you know when there's like a moment where you realize like, kid, you got it. Kid, you got that star potential. You you know, I've I've very rarely been in the presence of somebody that I feel has the entire world, the entire world inside of them. And I'm not talking Tori Amos. Yes, she absolutely does, but I didn't see her in her early years performing. So I didn't get that experience. I already knew her when she, you know, I knew her in Little Earthquakes when she was breaking, you know? So I didn't I didn't get that spark from her. I the spark was already a thing. You know, the fact that she was going to be a mega celebrity was already in motion. But with like it's happened to me on a couple of other occasions with a couple of other artists, but this person Cole Hayden who led this band I'm talking about this because I want to talk about essence and I want to talk about something that I learned about myself tonight I'm just going to be honest with you I don't want to be I don't want to be oh god I just want to say what I'm going to say so please don't take it any kind of way I I mean it exactly how I say it I don't mean anything else by it so I was there. I was so excited. I've, they have a new album out, or their first album out. It's called Dog's Body. I'm obsessed with it. I love this record. And it's not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody. But I've already managed to squeeze three songs in a new Music Monday this year. Uh, anyway, I love them so much. So you should check out their music. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting distracted. So um, I went to this concert, and I was so excited. And... They came out, you know, he was, he, it's a very, like, when you go to a very small show, I don't know if you go to any small shows, but a very small show, like, the artist is always, like, out in the audience watching the other artists that are performing. So he was just, like, standing right there with a big glass of red wine. I'm like, oh, my God, that's adorable. You're just, like, walking through this hardcore crowd with a glass of red wine, and no one even realizes who you are. Like, nobody knew who he was. So finally he gets up there. He performs this entire show. He managed or attempted to... And it was very, it wasn't subtle, but it wasn't like spoken out that this was what his, his intention was. But the way he performed, he, after the second song, maybe he came into the crowd and spent most of the rest of the show in the crowd, like not even just standing in the crowd, but like snaking through the crowd. And I, I can only, I can only say that when he started his set or when they started their set, 
Cole looked at the audience and all I, all I was thinking was like they are hunting for their victims. They are hunting for blood in a good way. And they're about to anoint this entire room. I just got this vibe. I got this like very clear vibe that that's what was happening. And the entire first song was like very, very like focused on stage at the audience. And they just started like not grabbing people, but like really connecting with people. And there's this little cutie in the front row that Cole like grabs their head, not grabbed, but like Cole put their hand on this person's neck and like sang to this person for like a full verse, eye to eye. And the person was, you could tell the person was like living their best life. And that was just the beginning. Cole snaked through the entire audience. There's this moment in the, in one of his songs where he's like from passenger to passenger. And he was just like really touching everyone's head in the most gentle fucking way from passenger to passenger. And he was, and I got passengered and Maggie got passengered and I just felt like I was anointed. And then later in another song, he like grabbed me by my shoulder and whispered like one of the lines of the song into the microphone and also into my ear. And it sent just a shiver up me spine. It was, I was, I felt for a rare time that I was in the presence of like musical greatness. They were giving me Freddie Mercury. They were giving me everything. And I felt when I walked out of there and I was talking with Maggie about it, who did not have the same experience that I had, which was shocking to me. But I realized that I am what I'm seeking constantly. It's hard to express because it's like a new thought that I've never even thought of it's a new thought that i've never even thought of if you were a thought you would want me to think you and this thought did and i'm about to and what that thought was was i have my entire life been searching for expressions of femininity in other people that empower me to allow myself to express my own feminine i feel like there's i'm carrying this thing from my childhood that i don't want to get into this like one moment of my life where i was accidentally not even on purpose but i was accidentally especially feminine and somebody in my life used a derogatory slur and it's just always stuck with me and so i i have often like rejected the feminine in me even though i you know she's she's comfortable with it now okay she understands now but like the expression the full physical expression of that feminine like to own your body the feminine in your body we're so scared of it i think as a culture as a society and i adore it and everybody else but i realized as i was watching cole writhe around the stage being their authentic self, I assume it felt authentic. It felt just like deeply personal and deeply, deeply sensual and deeply spiritual and just deeply feminine in a way that I can only, that's how, that's the only way I can explain it. And I felt like I, I've never had the pleasure of experiencing that public physical expression of that aspect of myself. So I didn't pull this song until after the, after the episode, or I didn't pull this song until after I got home from the concert. And so I pulled this song and I was like, oh, Paul's Rock. Like the first thing I thought about is this friendship that broke up recently after a very long time. And so I was just like, sorry, but I don't want to talk about that person. I don't want to, I don't want to live in that regret of how that friendship ended. And so I, it occurred to me that like, there's a whole other aspect. Oh God. There's a whole other aspect to the song that I never have thought of really. 
um, which is that there's a part of you, there can be a part of you that is expressly beautiful, that you don't see for yourself that it's beautiful. And instead, that beauty shines on someone else or your own light shines on someone else, yet you can't even see that you are carrying around something, you know? I think my greatest gift to myself, I think, would be just a free spirit, would be a free and like, um, I don't know, independent, that's not the word I'm looking for, independent spirit, a free, unencumbered spirit. That would be like the greatest gift to give myself. And I didn't even realize I was carrying around any of this stuff and I don't know why I'm crying. Like that's embarrassing, but whatever, who cares? <laughs> who cares? I just am emotional because tour's coming up and this person, figure, person, entity, played music for an hour, sang music to the crowd for an hour and made sure to touch every single person in that room physically, physically touch every single person in that room. And at the end of the show and at the very last song, he said, I don't think I got a chance to touch everybody in the room. And then he said something like, I'm sorry about that, but I'll be here after. And I felt like, oh, I, it occurred to me that's what he's doing. That's exactly what he was doing. Like He was like seeing every single person and like touching them and like in a weird way, anointing them or like empowering them. It was so weird. It was so weird. I had like a weird experience tonight. I had like a weird experience tonight. What a weird experience. But Apollo not understanding that his own frock or that his own essence is enough. Oh my God. Something was unlocked for me tonight. And then this song, I think, is just commenting on that thing. Oh my God. Oh my God, it's late. I should go to bed. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day. And I'm going to play, have you ever heard Apollo's Frock by Tori Amos? This is a good song. This is a real good song. But the studio version has like a three minute um, instrumental like piano suite. That is, I forgot, I forget all of the time. I forget that that's on there. Um, so yeah, I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm not even editing this motherfucker. I just have to put it out and I have to go to bed and hopefully won't regret it. <laughs> have a good day. Bye.
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.